We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Let me show you something here. He says, the kingdom of God is within you. Set up inside every individual is the kingdom that is no less capable, no less powerful of supplying every human need than the kingdom that will be set up in the new Jerusalem. I said it has always been the will of God that it be on earth as it is in heaven. That is the will of God today. That will be the will of God tomorrow. That was the will of God in the beginning. That will be the will of God in the end time. And to prove that that is true from the Scripture, you have only but to read the 21st chapter of Revelation where John said, I saw the holy city of the new Jerusalem coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And there was a voice from heaven that says, The tabernacle of God is with men. I will dwell among them and be their God, and they will be my people. Now notice what is happening. God is going to move his throne from heaven to earth. Now, if it wasn't the will of God that it be on earth as it is in heaven, then God wouldn't move here. God is going to move to the new earth. Now, I don't know what that does for you, but it excites me. In all of the eons of time, in all the ages of time, God has never moved his throne. But the Bible says he's going to move it to the new earth. And there is going to be heaven on earth. In fact, that's where you're going to spend eternity, is on the new earth. It'll be heaven, all right, but God's going to move heaven to earth. I tell you what, that's strong, that's powerful. Now, that's the reason I say that this kingdom that is within you is no less powerful, no less capable of meeting every human need than that kingdom that'll be set up in the new Jerusalem. The Bible says Jesus went about preaching the gospel of the kingdom. Now, let me tell you something. It's good news when you find out that God has set up a kingdom inside you that's capable of supplying everything you need. If you just seek the kingdom instead of seeking the thing that you need. Now, think about that for a minute. Don't seek the thing. Seek the kingdom that will produce and bring forth the manifestation of the thing. Now, if I were going to seek the kingdom... Well, let's say it this way. Say, well, I lost my Bible. I'm going to seek my Bible. <laughs> you know what I'd be doing? I'd be trying to find where is my Bible. Same thing. If you're going to seek the kingdom, you're going to have to find out where the kingdom is. Well, first of all, you find out the kingdom is within you. Now, of course, when Jesus said that, the kingdom had not really literally been set up inside individuals. But you see, you have to understand how Jesus talks. Jesus always calls things that were not as though they were. See, he had not yet died. Now, he had given a special anointing to some of his disciples, but the kingdom had not yet come. He told them to go out and to heal the sick, go into the city, preach the gospel. And he says when they receive that gospel, when they receive the word of God, he said, heal all the sick that are therein. Just heal all the sick. Now, when you get them all healed, he said, tell them the reason you got healed. Now, I'm paraphrasing it, of course. He said, tell them the reason they got healed is because the kingdom of God just got close to you, just came nigh to you. Now, if he could get all the city healed just because the kingdom just came close to them, what should we be able to do when the kingdom of God is within us? 
Not just close to us. The kingdom is in us. That same kingdom that he's referring to. The kingdom of God. The domain of God. Where God dwells. You see, we've missed it sometimes. In fact, for years, I thought God was off out there a million, billion miles away. Come to find out from the Scripture, He's dwelling right inside me. He's not off out there somewhere. He dwells in me in the person of the Holy Spirit. Jesus dwells in me in the person of the Holy Spirit. The Godhead dwells in me. I am God inside-minded now because God dwells in me. Now, see, Jesus said that in the book of John. He said, if you keep my words, we will come and make our abode with you. We'll come and make our abode with you. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost inside you. Wall to wall, Holy Ghost. God inside minded. Filled with the fullness of God. That's what the Apostle Paul talked about. Being filled with the fullness of God. Well, there's a kingdom inside you. Now, let me explain it this way. I'm going to say this in many ways you're going to get it. Now, here we have where Jesus said, The kingdom of God, pray the kingdom of God come, the will of God be done in earth as it is in heaven. In other words, he's saying pray that it'll come and that when it comes, it'll be on earth as it is in heaven. Capable, possible, it is possible that it be on earth as it is in heaven. In fact, we know it's possible because when you read the back of the book, you find out that's the way it turned out. That God moved His throne to the earth and the kingdom of God set up here on the earth. Now, if we're going to seek the kingdom, seek first the kingdom and His righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Now, let's go back to Genesis for a minute to bring this in focus. In Genesis... God created Adam and put him in the garden. Now, this was Adam's garden. He could do what he would with it, and he did. He sold it out to Satan. But he had the authority to do that. He had the right to do what he did, even though it was wrong. Now, here's the point that I'm coming to. In this garden of Eden, which was Adam's garden, actually, everything grew in that garden. Everything was there to produce whatever Adam needed. His total supply was in that garden. He didn't have to go outside that garden to get anything. Well, when he sinned and lost dominion, then God put him out of the garden and stationed an angel there with a flaming sword to keep him from the tree of life. Now, let me show you something. When man was born again, he is restored to a position, actually, I believe, in a better position than what Adam was because his spirit is reborn. He becomes a new creation that never existed before. Never existed before. And then Jesus says, the kingdom of God resides inside you. Now what happened when the kingdom of God came into you when you were born again? God set up a garden inside you that will produce everything you need. We have a garden today. God has restored to us the soil that will produce. Now, if we go to Mark, the fourth chapter, you find that Jesus says, the kingdom of God is if a man casts seed into the ground. He should sleep and rise night and day, and the seed should spring, grow up, and he knoweth not how. For the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. Now, he talks about the sower sowing the word. 
And when it is sown in the hearts, see, you sow the word in the heart of a man, Satan cometh, if he doesn't understand it, Satan comes to steal that word from him. So in this parable of the sower, God has already established that the song is the heart of a man, or the spirit. Personally, I believe they're one and the same. You sow the seed of God's word in your heart. Now, there's the kingdom. The kingdom is there. That is the total provision. God has made total provision for us through the kingdom. The soil of the heart or the spirit is where the kingdom abides. Now, when you get to verse 26 there in Mark, the fourth chapter, he says, So is the kingdom of God as if a man cast seed into the ground, and he should sleep and rise night and day as seed should spring grow up, and he knoweth not how. He says, You don't have to understand how it works. Just believe it and do it. Now, that's where we missed it. Sometimes we've said, Well, I don't understand that. I don't see how that could work, so I'm not going to do it because I just don't understand it. Well, you miss a lot of things because you don't obey the principles of the Bible, even though you don't understand them. He said, he knoweth not how. How in the world is that word that I speak into my heart, sowing the word of God, the word of promise, into my heart? How is it going to bring forth the manifestation of all the things that God promised? I don't know exactly how it does it. I just know that it works. And that's what we need to understand. The keys of the kingdom is understanding the principles of the kingdom. That it is the will of God for it to be on earth as it is in heaven. In one of the Gospels, this is the way it states, states it different ways in some of the other Gospels. But he said, blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Well, now, why would a man be blessed just because he was poor? Now, see, we've missed that altogether because we've said, well, yeah, you see, Jesus said the poor are blessed. <laughs> and we've kind of, by saying that, we've kind of inferred it was because they were poverty-stricken, that we thought poverty was a blessing. That's not what he's saying. Because as you read just a little further, he said, Blessed are ye poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Then when you get into the 12th chapter of Luke, Jesus makes this statement. The Father took great delight in giving you the kingdom. Now, that's the reason the poor are blessed. That's the reason when he was talking to the poverty-stricken people there, he was saying, blessed are ye poor. They weren't blessed because they were poverty-stricken, but he said, I'm telling you, you're blessed because I'm giving you the kingdom. And the kingdom will supply every single thing that you have need of in this life. Clothing, food, housing, and all of this. You don't have to seek those things. You seek the kingdom that will supply those things. Now, the matter of seeking the kingdom means to find out where the kingdom resides. Where is this kingdom? Where is this garden? And how do you get it to produce for you? Well, the Bible tells you how to do that. Kingdom of God is if a man casts seed into the ground. Now, of course, that means ladies too. It just refers to mankind. You take the seed of God's word, the promise of God, and you speak it into your heart. Thank you so much for joining us for the Concepts of Faith broadcast today. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all of this week, we have a CD offer number 7303, Keys of the Kingdom. Three CDs for $22 plus $5 posted and handling, a total of $27. Keys of the Kingdom. Notice the title is not Keys to the Kingdom. 
You know, in Matthew, the 16th chapter, Jesus had said to the disciples, Whom do men say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon by Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to thee, but the Father which is in heaven. I say unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock, this confession that you've made, I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Now, notice something here. Jesus has given us keys of the kingdom all through his teaching. You know, I like to say it this way. Just read the red and do what Jesus said, because he's giving you keys how to operate in the kingdom of God. Kingdom of God is if a man should cast seed into the ground. The seed should spring and grow up, and he knoweth not how, for the earth bringeth forth fruit of herself. In the parable of sower, Jesus said the word of God is the seed. The sower is a man that sows the seed, and how do you sow it? By saying it. You speak it. You proclaim it. The keys of the kingdom. This series will give you great insight in how to operate in the keys of the kingdom. That's offer number 7303, three CDs for $22 plus $5 posted and handling, a total of $27. The toll-free order line is 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Caps reminding you that the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.